0: everybody welcome back to the great and terrible ahs we are here gathered here today to talk about s- spilt milk <laughs> episode 11 of asylum of great and terrible american horror story this episode <sighs> mm. <laughs> liz you have written some of the most um some of the longest bullet points (laughs) i think i've ever seen you write in these notes for today Mm. um normally liz like you know cranks out one or two sentences per line and that's about it but some of these are straight up diatribes so i'm excited (laughs) to get into them
1: (laughs) i had a lot of thoughts thoughts about this episode in particular
0: Yeah, there's, like, two or three points where they just drop something that's so nuts, it's outrageous, and they just swoosh past it, and they're like, you accept that, right? And me, the (laughs) audience, is looking back at the writer's room like, no, what the fuck are you talking (laughs) about? No. (laughs) That...
2: That eloqu- that you have like uh, gotten this whole episode down. Like I couldn't think of how to put it. it's like, yes, it's like you accept everything we're giving you. And it's like, no,
1: I don't <laughs> yes. cool with this, right? Like, yeah. no, man. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> there were certain parts of this episode which um, a lot of them were towards the second half, so we might not cover them today. But like where I'm genuinely like, did I did I skip an episode? Did I miss an episode? Like, it feels like there was <laughs> crucial information well, that I wasn't given. It's-
0: The worst part... for me was when I watched this, um, I had told it to skip intro and the video player I was using decided that meant skip to the last like 38, like 38 minutes deep. And so I went from like the opening to the ending and watched like four minutes before I realized what was happening. And then I rewatched the whole episode and I'm like, well, that doesn't actually feel much better. <laughs> it's actually still kind of the same vibe I got from before.
2: <laughs> it's like simultaneously so much happens so fast that it's like annoying to keep track of. And also there's two more episodes and you're kind of like but how what's left and i know we'll get there but it's like it doesn't make sense because not enough is happening that requires this much wild, crazy movement, you know? And the thing
1: that's, like, so wild is, like, this is a hallmark of American Horror Story because I remember back when I was in the throes of American Horror Story, when I still was watching, like, seasons come out, like, as they were airing, um, Mm -hmm. I would frequently, like, on Reddit, they would have live threads where people could be, like, talking to each other and, like, posting things while the episode was airing and it was, like, kind of a fun, like, communal thing. Um, Mm -hmm. And towards some of the later seasons, I used to, like, watch the threads and, like, participate. And it is a hallmark feature to the point where, like, even people on those types of forums expect it that towards the last three episodes of every season of American Horror Story, it's like the writers smoke crack and then just don't know what to do for three episodes and they just start shooting paintballs at a wall of, like, different bullet points of how to, like, finish things. It's never paced correctly. There's always at least one episode that is just fucking nothing. When we needed a lot of closure on other stuff, there's just an episode that establishes nothing. And then the finale is always nonsense bullshit. And for some reason, the finale is always... Usually shorter than every other episode, and does not resolve any of the things you want it to resolve. Yeah, a, yeah. A, a
0: lot more retrospectives than you would want for for a thing you just finished watching. I feel like too. They really like being like, "Here's what happened, and here's how the characters are now." And I'm like, "Don't care." Wanted more of that first story. <laughs> yeah, was <laughs> yeah. still, still in for that one.
2: <laughs> yeah, like it's like you have eight plot threads going. It's like let's let's tell you about Lee, the Santa Claus killer. Like. Like for three episodes, I'm like, I don't care about him. And I still don't. And I think he's not even in this one, but whatever. Yeah, yeah he's I'm gone now. Sure he's
1: on the run.
0: Yeah, I think true. Lee is officially the uh, the member of the cast this season that uh, realized shit sucked and therefore just hit the bricks and left. Um, weirdly enough, serial killer that did it this time. And again, everybody's just cool with that, I
1: guess. Yeah, there doesn't seem to be too much urgency um but yeah that being said this is not the uh, finale or the penultimate episode it's just getting close um we will weirdly close and open a lot of plot threads in this episode um not the episode of the podcast but the episode of the television show who could say what we'll get covered today um I guess we should start with everyone's favorite bit of this season which is the um future subplot with Johnny future
0: blood, bloody face junior yeah <laughs> there he is
1: um i titled the scene johnny smoking crack weed question mark um cuz it's weed but he's smoking it like crack um certainly uh and he does not act like someone who just smoked weed for the rest of it, the scene <laughs> it's really
0: funny to me cuz the way he holds the lighter which is like aggressively upside down kind of pushed is yeah it's either a crack pipe, usually, or like smoking out of an apple at college <laughs> because you're a college kid and don't have access to proper tooling. So you just made some shit out of an apple. Um, which, yeah, doesn't work for this scene because there's no reason he'd be smoking out of an apple. And also, it's clear. Yeah, he does. He gets really riled up, and while someone can theoretically get riled up on weed, that's not really what it's like known for.
1: no, he gets crackhead riled up like he gets like very <laughs> aggressive in a very short amount of time for I mean for some light ribbing like we'll get there, but it's like it's some light ribbing. granted, it comes from a place you probably wouldn't want to be like um made fun of from. I'd be pretty mad if I was in his scenario we'll we'll establish what that is though um so he's in his apartment i guess uh smoking weed allegedly um which just confirms what we already know which is that the writers of this show have never done a weed not one time every single time weed is in this show they're like oh yeah that makes you like hulk out right and like fight people that's what weed does it's it's that drug and everyone's probably like no that's not it and they're like no i think i know something about a weed we um, watched a little documentary <laughs>
0: called Reefer Badness, and I think you'll find.
1: <laughs> it's the devil's lettuce, actually. Um, and this is, it's very topical because um, this is a season about Jesus, question mark? Um, anyway, <laughs> uh, someone knocks on the door really cryptically and then puts their hand on the glass like a freak. Um, it's like supposed to be weird and ominous, but it's just a prostitute that he hired um, to give him breast milk or something uh feels like his dad should have maybe done this back in the day um feels like his dad hiring a prostitute to do this maybe he just didn't know It was a different time maybe he didn't know you could do that um but he he does uh and she comes in and she's like yeah I just had my baby three weeks ago my titties are full of milk let's do this thing and she's very excited about it uh, and then he starts asking like a bunch of weird clinical <laughs> questions.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he says something that is so fucking funny because I immediately was like, "Okay, this is a prostitute. He's gonna get down to right. get down or whatever." Um, and then immediately turns to her and said, "And this is why you gotta respect sex workers because you know they're dealing with shit like this in actuality. Every not being murdered, but having a random guy just go." So if you hear the sound of crying, do your titties leak? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Which, to be clear, (laughs) is like what he says. He legitimately is like, if you hear the sound of crying, will they leak about boob? And I think her response is just like... uh what so huh? actually
2: they're they're usually pretty cool with it and they oh, i mean uh yeah no it's weird right yeah no i'm joking
1: <laughs> yeah she's like um yeah if i hear my baby crying like it like triggers an instinct in me and they start making milk or whatever like she just kind of is like all right weird question but whatever yeah i guess shit, so shit you,
2: shit you could have like googled like in a minute and didn't <laughs> yeah. need an actual person to like ask that of yeah like
1: and- like this whole exchange is like her trying to dirty talk, like don't you want to get at these titties? Don't you want to put your mouth on these titties? And he's like, yeah. so how much calcium do you think are in those bad boys? Like Maybe. he just keeps asking like clinical questions. How Maybe. much
0: blood do you think is in a boob, realistically?
1: <laughs> it's
2: like <laughs> it's like mansplaining to somebody, right? Where it's just like, so it's like when your baby cries, right, like he wants to flex his knowledge, which I got to give him credit to do that to like somebody who is pregnant or breastfeeding or whatever a lot of balls on you you know like
1: (laughs) yeah it's a very funny exchange also um i have a note here so is this like genetic or um why does he have this weird breast milk fixation because i mean like let's be honest um
0: american horror story has decided to gone with the least healthy interpretation of kink that exists which is that like all kink and all fetish and everything any kind of desire outside of just laying on top of somebody missionary position and getting it done is the result of like trauma lifelong at some point so they are like leading us to assume later on we find out Lana you know obviously did not care for uh the this this son of murderer rapist so like their implication is that he has lifelong trauma from not being directly cared for by mother which we'll get into probably next episode but that's a whole nother thing of lana being like i don't want to bring any cruelty in the world get this baby out of here yeah.
1: <laughs> get this shit out of my face
0: I like like and like specifically send him a note that says I hate him. <laughs> Make sure he knows. <laughs>
1: like I I get that part but my thing is like why specifically the breast milk cuz believe me I know tons of people myself who have like a mommy fixation or like daddy issues um yeah, yeah. not a bre- not breast milk specifically You're right <laughs> it is
0: like it is a little it is a little laser targeted and yeah, yeah they right. try and do it because they're trying to like play up the whole like well he never breastfed so it's all he ever wanted which like <laughs> Just no. a really weird message. Also, like, how
1: would, like, I said this when they went through this for Thredson. How would he know he wasn't breastfed? He, right. <laughs> like, yes. Exactly. You don't breastfeed like a five-year-old, where they no. might they might have the memory of being or not being breastfed. Like, you would not remember mm. being breastfed. It's
0: subconscious. His, his soul feels that he wasn't breastfed.
3: And Man, if he, he's know. mad
1: that. He He didn't get colostrum from being breastfed, which, spoiler fucking alert, he did get breastfed. We see it in this fucking episode. Um... Wait. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. 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 Wait, wait, he totally does. Wait. Holy shit.
0: Yeah. Wait. So this whole thing's out the window. If, yeah. If
1: he's tilted about that, because let's let's for a second say that like if we're if we're saying that Thredson had a hand on with his like uh-huh. oh I didn't get the colostrum and that fucked me up as a baby mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever. And that's also Johnny's problem. Um, Johnny's uh, going to be real, mad when he finds out his mom was smoking cigarettes the whole time that she was pregnant. Because we also <laughs> see that in this episode. Yeah. <sighs> uh. <laughs> anyway, um, Johnny's sucking on a titty. Um, and then the opening sequence plays. That's, we're into the opening sequence now. Um, don't worry, we'll come back to that. I'm sure that you all are excited. Uh, but Kit's on the floor. Why is Kit on the floor? Uh, I don't know. I, we never really established why Kit's on the floor. Um, but he's in like a cell cell, like the cell they put them in before they got sterilized. Like he did something wrong. Mm. Um, and I don't know why, because they've not put him or anyone else in a cell uh, for anything other than being sterilized. But he's on a se- he's on the floor in a cell um, of the not prison Briarcliff. Uh, and Thredson comes in and is like, "Hey, your baby is cool and whatever. Um, he's gonna get circumcised and got his shots or whatever. Uh, here's all your baby's stats." Um, <laughs> And Kit's like, that's so cool. Do I get to see him? And he's like, I guess. And he takes Kit out to the common area where Grace okay, this is this is why we had to make this episode two episodes. Um,
3: mm-hmm. So
1: Grace is just in the fucking common area with everyone else and has a Grace whole ass baby. It, <laughs> is known
0: as dead. Is yeah. so known as dead that it becomes a plot point later on that she is known to be dead and has a death certificate
1: on file! And died on Genesis, where other people who are still at the facility saw her perish, saw her body in the same room. Yeah, like (laughs) know for a fact she got fucking shot and died. Um, Also, Also, know she Mm -hmm. got
0: sterilized and got her womb removed.
1: (laughs) And also was not pregnant when she was killed. <coughs> like, just just keep all three of those things in your head. A, everyone knows her uterus got taken out. You'd be like, oh, no, not everyone. Yeah, she was sitting in the common room with her Gucci bleeding. Everyone knew she got her uterus taken out. Um. B, everyone knows she's dead. It was kind of a big deal. Uh, and C, everyone knows she wasn't pregnant. Those are three, like, undeniable proofs and knowledges <laughs> that everybody knows. That being said, I'm sure someone, <laughs> some American horror story defender, even maybe some listeners of the show are going to be like, well, they're in an asylum. They're the people there are crazy. They wouldn't know. I'm like, no, most of those people are in there because they jack off too much. And, so- you
2: know, <laughs> and you know, if I'm a guard who's working there, like an extra, and maybe somehow I could go, oh, I didn't re- hear the thing that Grace had died a- after being sterilized, but I kind of remember Pepper not being able to talk. <laughs> and yeah. like she's just fine now but... talking
1: a lot actually like at that point why do we even have her in the asylum because she can just be like hey i got framed for murder i feel yeah, like yeah. i could yeah. talk suddenly i would be telling everyone hey i got framed for murder because i couldn't talk now i can talk i got framed for murder did i mention that
2: Mm-hmm. Um, I can prove it because I couldn't before because of things that happened in season four. But anyway, whatever. Fine. Anyway, sorry. Um, yeah. No, it's so frustrating. And because then like Threadson's doing that whole like, you know, if you're having a problem breastfeeding, Grace, there's things for it. And Pepper's like, I know what you're doing, you sicko, because I know everything now, you know. Except Also, how what, to... what is she
1: saying that he's doing there? Because he's uh, like, here's like some stuff you could do to breastfeed better.
2: I think because she's like, because Pepper's supposed to like have alien knowledge, I guess, now as the new protector of Grace. Because I think the implication is like she knows that Thredson's into breast milk and mommy needs colostrum and all that crap. So she's like, uh-uh-uh, like I know you're asking her this to get as like a gateway into your little fetish world or possibly even more. So don't even try <laughs> it. But then misses the part because threatens like, Oh yeah? Alright. Hey guards, take her out of here. And they do, because she is like the aliens have given her all this, except they kept her in a fucking asylum. Yeah, along with yeah. Grace. And follow- Kit, so <laughs> follow up like,
1: question why do the aliens need Pepper to be Yeah. Grace is like uh, escort. Also,
0: why does Pepper just randomly have and not have telekinesis? Because this seems like it would have been a great time to have telekinesis.
1: Right? I was
3: expecting <laughs> it. Just,
0: like, decided not to. It was like, I'm tired. Fine. You know what? I could use a bath. Thanks, man. <laughs> like, it's real stupid. Um,
1: yeah, she gets into hydrotherapy for telling him that he can't have the breast milk, but that doesn't matter. Don't worry. um And then, uh, Grace and Kit like bond over their baby, who they named Thomas. Um, After and her everyone... father,
2: right, or grandfather? I think. Yeah, father grandfather. or grand.
1: I assume grandfather. After the tank engine. Yeah, yeah, tank, tank engine. engine. Right, yeah. Um, <laughs> and um, they don't even mention aliens one time in this Excuse conversation, me. which I, I'm sorry. Uh, it, there's no universe in which um baby supersedes aliens in the discussion where an alien. Ship mm-hmm. to you and. Mm-hmm. Um inserted a womb into you. And oh, that's birth. crazy.
0: Cause for me it was nothing supersedes um you performed a miracle of Christ and came back <laughs> so, from the dead. Because that's what it would be for me is hey, I saw you fucking die, and now you're standing in front of me. So uh start talking. You know what? Like, I'll be real, even if it was my closest friend, I'd probably be a little stern with them on like, okay, motherfucker, you came back from the dead. You better tell me how.
2: <laughs> well, you know, and you know, listen, I'll tell you something. Like, I have had two kids, I've been there for both births. You get this euphoric sense where nothing else matters, but even still, ten seconds later, I'd be like, "Hey, how'd this happen?" You're like, <laughs> <laughs> "How'd you come back to life, honey?" Yeah. yeah
3: also, uh,
1: here's my thing. Like, I I'm sorry. I even if I was Kit, right? Like, even if I was Kit who saw aliens, I, I'm not even gonna get into all the other people who aren't acknowledging this or maybe mentioning this possibility. A uh, Kit has seen the aliens, So he gets like a little bit of a pass. My thought would be, Hey, where did grace steal that baby from? Because like, she was not pregnant three days ago (laughs) when she died. And now she's back and has a whole ass infant. I'd be like, Hey, um, should we be concerned? Should we be, like, checking local hospitals, or uh, where do you uh, where do you think Grace got this baby uh, from? Honestly,
0: Grace, especially in a place that's a house of the Lord, should be under direct investigation for committing at least four miracles uh, yeah. without <laughs> approval from God. So, like, we should probably be looking into this more. Uh, yeah, everybody just, like, here. accepts that Grace is here and alive and had a kid in three days and all of that. Yeah and i think the excuse they give later is she's just like time works differently there and it's like that you can't do that
1: <laughs> that not so, sorry listen if they didn't think the aliens killed all those ladies that kit said they killed they're not gonna think that they gave you a baby that they're not gonna be on board with that like i'm sorry anyway you know
2: yeah and, and just real quick Because another thing is, like, why is the baby here in an asylum, like, the mother holding it with, like, people around who are potentially whatever? All the friggin', like, characters, even, like, Frank the security guard we introduced, but there's no one clearly in charge now that Jude and Mary Eunice are gone. Like, there's no characters left to be like, all right, Frank's in charge, Mother Superior's in charge. You get, like, these random nuns who come up now, right? Is that, that's here, right? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: After we get our terrible exposition from Grace. Uh. Speaking of the terrible exposition from Grace, um, Kit, who's like, sick, I have a baby now, is like, hey, uh, this is my baby, yeah? And she's like, yeah, here's um, here's the things I do remember. I don't remember much, and then proceeds to perfectly detail all of the things that happened to her um, in chronological order. Um,
0: And has a lot of surprising insight into what the aliens were thinking and feeling during this, which (laughs) seems strange for someone who constantly is shown as screaming and unable to communicate, and in her own words feeling like she's being torn in half so like (laughs) she has a lot of very clear understanding and like conversations that took place i guess between all the screaming and endless horror
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah the horrors persist but so do grace evidently um (laughs) and during this uh, don't worry i summarized our timeline in the next bullet point um because it's just the same thing but she says at the end of this um because Kit's like, oh, that's cool, after she explains everything. Um, she's, he's like, but how is the baby like done? How is it like yeah. cooked and out already? Um, and she's like, time works differently up there. And I'm like, all right, that was the writers being like, oh, well, we gotta explain why this baby was done in three days. And I'm like, all right, oh. what about Lana's baby that was done in three days? <laughs> What's that about? Oh. Oh.
0: Also, quick sci-fi side note from someone who enjoys a little bit of nerdery from Mm -hmm. time to time. Sure. Um, That's a treat. Why would you introduce a pocket of distorted time when you could have just said, (laughs) they have a machine that does that. (laughs) That, That's all you had to do Is like, yeah, they have a pod that makes you, like, gestate faster. And that would have been so easy and not caused a million problems because it would just be further, the aliens have technology that make them tantamount to God. Okay, fine. Sure, I'm down with that. Yeah, There's a... A specific distorted pocket of space time inside of their ship, but only up where they are. Not everywhere in space, but where they are specifically. It's just, it's so nuts. It's such a bad (laughs) choice to pull for an explanation because it adds an impossible number of questions.
1: (laughs) Yeah, uh, but time works differently up there. Don't worry about it. This is now our catch all um, for anything involved.
0: I was gone for like three or four days, but it felt like years. And I'm like, that that's nothing. <laughs> Come on, are you four years older? That's what I want to know. Somebody test how old Grace is.
1: <laughs> oh no, no one would test because no one cares. No one cares that she died and came back with a <laughs> cut baby. open her legs.
0: See how many rings are in that tree. We gotta, we gotta know. <laughs>
1: Oh, you know who would love this? Arden. Too bad he um, got turned into a toasted marshmallow or whatever. The Um, terrible
0: Nazi doctor would have loved this. Oh, he's dead.
1: Okay, so here's our order of events based on the arduous recap that she gives us. Um, So starting back with her getting sterilized with Kit um, prior to her dying, this is like several episodes before, she's in the cell with Kit. Kit gets released and she does not because Mary Eunice is a little nasty lady. Um, At that point, for some reason, they had just had sex. Aliens steal Grace, I presume, because she has Kit's come, And as we know, (laughs) unfortunately, that is what the aliens want. Um, Grace gets returned from the spaceship without her uterus. Um, Presumably the aliens kept it. Kind of fucked up that they have, like, this technology, but did not, like fix her before sending her back yeah
0: Um, that's the weird thing they send her down like bleeding and fucked up like they don't send her in good condition Yeah. yeah yeah to the point that like people were mocking wait didn't they mock arden for like doing such a shit job of removing it and he's like i that wasn't me yeah. and then the aliens later brag about how perfect their technology is and now they make <laughs> fun of him for botching surgeries all the time yeah. yeah it tilts
1: arden to the point where he's like well now i'm gonna fix grace because i'm sick of people thinking i fucked up this hysterectomy um and then he does he fixes her and she gets fixed and then immediately so after Arden does that. So
0: uh, Arden saved a fumble from the aliens is yes. what you're telling me. Like They Correct. almost fumbled the bag and killed somebody and Arden saved them. So literally the one person the aliens cannot talk down to yeah. is the person they chose to talk down. Okay, great. Just checking that the aliens are stupid too. Yeah, <laughs> That everybody um, in the show is dumb.
1: They, they <laughs> certainly are. Um, and, um... Arden fixes her, and immediately, and I do mean immediately, after Grace is not dying anymore, she plays get down Mr. President for Kit and gets shot, dies, we watch her die, everyone watches her die, is dead for a full 24 hours, we know this based on the context clues and how Frank and the Christmas revolve around this story, Um. Arden, after 24 hours, takes her body to the tunnels that has been dead for 24 hours, again. Mm -hmm. Um, Aliens take the body again. Why they did not take it immediately, who could say? Um, They put the uterus with the baby back inside of her after it has become a full baby, I guess. Yeah, um, when she says she was getting ripped in half, here's the thing. Like, yeah, that's true, um, because... Your body makes like accommodations, uh, for the yeah. baby growing inside of it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. it probably wouldn't like uh reintroducing a uterus that's no, full that of a baby. Is,
0: <laughs> speaking of fetishes, despite the best efforts of many, that is a one-way door. Generally, yeah, <laughs> that is you. You leave.
3: <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, and um, she like it has to be the whole ass like womb because. Otherwise, yeah. she had a hysterectomy. There's like no there's no sh- parts in there anymore.
0: They like show in the flashbacks her looking at some kind of strange fleshy egg bag. And I'm like, oh, I guess that's th- the alien uterus. And then it's <laughs> like, oh, I guess that was her uterus. Hers is just like, you know, I don't know what a uterus outside of a human body looks like in retrospect. So <laughs> fair play to them, I guess. <laughs> it might look like a weird alien egg. I don't know. <laughs> I,
1: I assume they're saying it's an alien uterus. But in that case, why did they no. take out her uterus? Uh,
2: no no world they did research, by the way, on what this looks oh, like yeah. outside the body. That's no, absolutely um, absolutely no. Oh, do you not.
0: mean the 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 same show writers that don't know what a psychiatrist does?
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or know that you can't know
1: the gender of a baby in the first 72 hours after conception. Yeah,
0: ends.
1: Oh my god. And uh, so, time works
3: differently here.
1: Yeah, time works differently here. And then they put they put the baby back in they Here's my thing. They put the baby back in her and then make her give birth to it. Right? Why? (laughs) If she had the baby, why did she have to give birth to it?
2: (laughs) Ah, vaginal birth, that famously comfortable thing. Then,
1: like. (laughs) <laughs> why, why did you put it back in her to send her to Earth to push it back out again? <laughs> Who benefits from that? That's
2: like the impractical jokers of the aliens. Like, all right, put it back in her. Watch her give birth. <laughs> like, what a bunch <laughs> assholes. Uh,
1: and, like, if this was their plan, was to re-womb Grace or whatever, w- like, why did they let her go back to Earth without the uterus to get shot? Like, why did they send her back home? <laughs>
0: I- <laughs> yeah the level of the level of technology the aliens have is so confusing because at some points they are just omnipotent they just can do anything they mm-hmm. can bring people back to life they can just put organs in people at will and it's fine um but then they're just like Oh, having a baby without a human host—that's impossible. What do you mean we grew it ninety percent of the way, and that's what the human bot? No, no, no. We need it to be birthed through a vagina, or else it doesn't work. Like what? <laughs> what are you talking about? What's wrong
1: with your techno What's wrong with your fucking machine? C-section? C-section? <laughs> what? <laughs> like c- aliens are gonna lose their shit when they find out about C-sections. You're telling
0: me we could have just cut open the egg and pulled that son of a bitch it, out? God it, damn it, it! It was a plot
1: point in Macbeth.
0: It's not a new technology. Like. It, no- like, come on! <laughs> <laughs> My man pulling out the Shakespearean cesareans. I mean you got over this. Like, fucking
1: get out of here. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, I hate I hate this. The literally the only answer is that the aliens are either assholes or they're really bad at this. Like really bad at this. Um, And then not even seconds after I typed that note where I said, are the aliens just bad at this? Grace in the show goes, they're not cruel, Kit. They do make mistakes sometimes. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, so they are stupid, not
2: mean yeah clearly it's like hey hey pepper you're smart now you can protect her right yep gets taken away by the guards hydrotherapy
1: (laughs) (laughs) again why did they take pepper they've only (laughs) taken people kit has come inside of why did they take pepper
0: We <laughs> felt like doing a Guardian thing. We thought it'd be cool, mean, It He's like an au pair,
2: right? I mean, what the hell? Why not Pepper, you know? Look, for oh, you, I it's just a couple one. days.
0: We have to watch this shit for years. Time works differently here, so we need a little <laughs> more entertainment down there. We need Pepper to go get messed up a little. So true.
1: God. And um, speaking of them making mistakes, um, Kit's like, oh, hey, so you said you saw my wife remember that you said you saw my wife and that she's alive remember how you said those words to me um like seven <laughs> episodes ago and she's like oh no she's dead <laughs> no additional information and I'm like oh she says
0: the al- they're not perfect the aliens make mistakes <laughs> too which like well they
1: sure think highly of themselves
0: for someone who is now approaching <laughs> Dr. Arden levels of success
1: <laughs> in fact they arguably have less success than dr arden because at least he fixed the hysterectomy anyway (laughs) um so at this point i'm like listen i know that grace is such a goddamn inconsequential character in this show but i cannot abide how everyone specifically kit lets her pathologically lie and is like that's fine that's normal she can just pathologically lie she's allowed to do that we're never gonna like uh, hold her accountable for it or anything because their whole relationship was based on a lie she lied about being framed for murders that she did do she did do the murders um, and then when she reveals that to Kit after it's forced out of her by Mary Eunice Kit's like Oh, the thing we bonded over um, both being in here for incorrectly? uh, You lied about that? That's fine. That's okay. I still love you. Um, And then here where he's like, hey, remember how you said to my face that my wife was alive and you saw her and spoke to her? Um, Is she alive? And then Grace goes, no. Um, And spoiler alert, we find out that's a lie. Uh, But no one ever addresses that. Um, (laughs) Yeah. no one ever addresses that grace just keeps just like pathologically lying with no remorse Uh,
0: arden last episode was like kit i'm gonna take the advantage of the thing that's stronger than your sense of self-preservation your desire to be a savior especially for women and what arden has misidentified is not that kit has a savior complex it's that he has a tremendous case of girl hot down bad and he (laughs) cannot complete a thought and yeah immediately be like hmm This woman has lied to me about so many things, including literally committing murder. I should probably double check that my wife is alive before perhaps committing to another marriage or
3: something.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Just as a a theoretical.
1: Quick unrelated temperature check. As someone who has not played most of the Resident Evil games, is this the relationship Leon Kennedy and Ada Wong have? Yes or no? Nah. No. Okay. <laughs> no, checking. Ada's
0: like hyper competent. Ada, Ada is almost always one step above and beyond Leon. That's like kind of a big part of it. Is she's usually a little bit ahead. It, it it's very much Ada comes in and saves Leon Wait. as opposed ah, okay. to. Can Can
2: I just point yeah. out what we just realized here? Resident Evil has a more complicated horror story than American Horror <laughs> Story. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Wow. and more
0: complicated characters. It yeah, does. Leon's got more depth than Kit. Sorry. Oh my Sorry, god. Kit.
2: Damn, it's true too. My god. I'm like it's all Your right together. hand comes off. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thank that you, would, Mr. Kennedy.
2: But that and that would be like a major thing. Like American Horror Story to go into it and how he feels like he can't write now and he's a serial killer. Yeah,
1: it's like great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Anyway. Okay. So anyway, back to Kids come. Um <laughs> Grace does confirm because Kids like, "Well, why does this keep happening to me? My my wife died." That's so sad because you said my wife died, even though you told me last time you were talking about her that she was very much alive. Um don't worry. Uh I won't ask you any further questions about what happened or anything. Um why me and she's like guess your cum is special and he's like okay people keep telling me that so i guess it's true
0: yeah Um i'm hearing this more and more (laughs) that i've got the the magic cum the aliens crave so i guess i'll just believe it many people are saying
1: (laughs) (laughs) 9 out of 10 dentists agree um so then kit's like Alma would want me to do this Grace Will you marry me Citation needed
0: Citation (laughs) needed Real quick on Alma would want me to do this
1: I'm like If I was Alma Even if I was dead I would come back From the dead And be like I'm gonna fucking kill you myself Actually Um you're or like are, you're high you are high on crack dude like, or like absolutely not I want
2: you to move on but not in these circumstances like just for your own health and safety like don't yeah. marry
1: the alien I,
2: girl who yeah
1: <laughs> I don't want you to marry the girl that you banged two weeks after I died and you were sent to Briarcliff for my murder you know I would prefer if you didn't marry her actually
2: but you know like look And I can also, like, forgive, like, the infidelity stuff as, like, there's a lot of trauma and things going on, whereas it's not usual circumstances. Yeah, it is short for a grieving period. Please don't get me wrong, especially if you think she's still alive, but... I could forgive all of that except like, hey, you know, this is a big level of commitment. Like, yeah, that's my kid, the alien kid they impregnated with you. And I hope it's human <laughs> and OK,
1: you know, and, and mine because I have the special cum. Yeah.
2: Let's make this nice and legal, too. It's
1: like everything here is like nah, this is like not a, this is a bad
2: idea. Like even knowing everything's going to work out plot wise, like it's still bad. Don't do it, Kit. You know, and so.
1: I feel like we really need to reemphasize what you said because I know that there are a lot of people who watch the show who don't watch along with us. Mm-hmm. It cannot be overemphasized that like Grace is not the like moving on side piece. She is the he had sex with her. Well, he was still telling everyone that his wife was alive, and he firmly believed. That his wife was alive. Every time someone would question him about her murder, quote unquote, he'd be like, the body you found wasn't hers. She's still alive. Mm -hmm. She's still alive. Aliens took her. She's still alive. Mm -hmm. So at the point where Kit has sex with Grace, he still thinks his wife is alive. (laughs) Not dead. He does not think he is a widower. He thinks that she is still alive and it has been roughly two weeks since she was quote unquote killed. Um, Just keep that in mind. It's not like... She's been gone for years he was lo or she was lost <laughs> at sea Almo and then she would comes want back. Me am-
0: Alma would want me to marry the woman I cheated on her with, for yeah. sure. Yeah. I, I think she would think that's best, I yeah. also most, believe this woman, Most relationships I know, um, they just love when you uh, go off with the person you cheated on them with. That's like famously yeah. something humans take very Yeah, well. no, that's yeah. all good.
1: <laughs> and they love it when they find out that the woman you cheated on them with um, said that you were dead and you believed them without any- And also he's pregnant. Evidence, yeah. Yeah. Um, just- they love it they love alma would love this anyway that's all that we get of that and the monsignor <laughs> and some nuns show up to take the baby um i don't know what <sighs> like i maybe the people in Briarcliff could be like damn it's kind of weird that she has a baby but i've heard some shit about aliens or whatever um the nuns from outside who are taking this baby somewhere else to like a different facility or whatever. Um, you think that maybe they would have some questions about like hey um yeah so where did she get this baby <laughs> just she, curious She and-
0: also they would probably have some questions about things like huh this lady seems totally capable of taking care of child and also herself and also she has a completely lucid like husband with her who has also pledged to take care of why are these people actually in this in this institution is kind of why <laughs> hey what's going on with these two <laughs>
2: That's the other yeah. thing, too, though. It's, like, they didn't just teleport into that common room. Someone must to have seen them, like, oh, you're with, um, you know what I mean? Like, hey, we found you here. All right, why don't you sit in the common room? But, like, with an infant with who needs to be fed and changed. And I don't think an asylum has, like, diapers and milk and whatever on hand. Like, you can't just like, here. here's a baby, you can just be anywhere right now. You know what I
0: mean? Not, not only do they not have that slow beef, they fucked up and made a point of the fact that they don't have that or the things to properly raise children when they had the random child get dropped <laughs> off and Sister Jude directly protested and said, sorry, we don't have the means to take care of babies or children here. We only have the resources to take care of adults. Right.
1: You know, you know who else would definitely notice and- maybe take grievance with what's going on or, hey, even make maybe cause a scene. I don't know if any, any of you no, noticed sorry, this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah me ahead. also. <laughs> um, I don't know if any of you noticed this background character, but she's been in almost all of the common room scenes since the season started. Mm-hmm. But there is a lady who walks around with a baby doll, talking to it and like rocking it in her arms like it's oh, a real yeah. baby. Every episode, she's in there. And she's in this scene where Grace has a real baby. You'd think that maybe that character that they keep showing us would um, notice the real baby and be very interested in the real baby that she's allowed to have there. Because presumably that character either lost a baby or has like a fixation on babies or like isn't allowed to have her baby because she's in the asylum. (laughs) Um, You'd think that maybe that character would have grievance with it.
2: I think it's more like they found a prop right before filming, and one of the extras is like, should I take this? Like, yeah, go for it. Whatever.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. Take that in there. Take that in there. No one will ask questions. This won't <laughs> affect the plot in any way. Um, so, yeah, they go to take the baby. The nun's go to take the baby. And Thredson comes in to, like, I don't know, rub it in Kit's face. It's very unclear because right now his, like, deal with Kit is, like, you get me the tape of the recording or whatever um, of me confessing and i will make sure your baby is is good is taken care of and so they are for all intents and purposes um taking away his only trump card um his only like bargaining chip with kit to get
3: <sighs> the
1: the tape back um and he doesn't seem like upset about it he's like damn that sucks i would i would hate it if my kid got taken away <laughs> See you later. And I'm like, w- w- wouldn't you be upset at this point that like they're taking away the thing that's going to make Kit help you? Now what are you going to do? Anyway, it's, it doesn't matter because a nun comes to save Lana. By the way, she's Lana now. Um, <laughs> in this <laughs> episode, they've decided she's Lana again. Um, kind of arbitrarily. And I think it's one of those things because they've done this in other seasons too where like other characters will say the name wrong. Mm-hmm. And just nobody corrects it or makes another take of I was, it. And so it's just people saying the names differently for the whole goddamn season. I was kind of
2: thinking that it was like a sister Jude thing at first, but I, because like she kind of like makes a point of that Lana Banana thing, like she's getting it wrong and maybe the name game played into it, but I'm pretty sure she wasn't the only one who screwed it up. No, Bredson
1: so. calls her Lana too. Mm-hmm. Um but You're then right. sometimes he calls her Lana. It like literally it's just I because that to me this is like a very specific thing that I notice in shows and movies is to me it takes me out of it because I know that that is an actor who forgot what that character's name is. Mm-hmm. And because you wouldn't normally do that to like a person like once you've said a person's name either they'll correct you and be like oh it's actually Lana right. and you usually remember that. Or <laughs> you just or say you're an right. asshole and yeah. you keep
0: saying Lithero wrong for six months just to fuck with Lee. Yeah, who could say, who would do that?
1: Who would go out of his way to
0: not say Lithero for like a whole year?
1: I'd like to think that that's what some of the people in this show are doing, specifically. <laughs>
0: really extended bits. Yeah, yeah everybody in the show is bits. doing bits. <laughs> this show's better
1: than we give it credit for. Um, everyone's just really committed to the bit. Um... <laughs> Not Sister Claudia, though. The character who we only see when it's convenient to the plot. That's like the head mother nun. The queen bee nun, I guess. Um, And she's like, hey, um, I'm here to help you, Lana. Lana. Um, And Lana Lana is like, "Uh, I don't know you. Get away from me. And I'm like, I don't really think you're in a position to say that. I think that if someone approaches you and is like, hey, um, I'm going to get you out of here. Uh, Jude told me to help you. You just take it. You're like, hell yeah. Like, what does she gain from lying <laughs> about it? Anyway, <laughs> um, after ex- like explaining that Jude told her that she needs to get Lana out of Briarcliff, then Lana's like, oh, hell yeah. Um, and she's like, here's this tape that I hid in the bread container um this comes with me and the nun's like that's sick here's your case file so that you can write a big huge expose on this place because i've decided i hate this place for some reason i know you don't know anything about my character and i've gotten absolutely no uh backstory except for the fact that i helped frame jude for this um for kind of no reason um But this kicks ass. I can't wait for you to get this place shut down. And then then Lana's like, one more thing before I go. I got to go tell Jude that I'm going to get her out of here. And she does. And she tells Jude that she's coming back for her. Um, And then that's the end of that. Thredson, I guess, pivots his plan.
2: Why did, but why would that nun, by the way, have to wait for like permission almost from like sister, from adult sister Jude to be like. Oh, that girl doesn't belong in here. Like, if you hate Briarcliff, hey, guess what? Get the reporter out who you might know is like a or or fuck it, just like go to the authorities yourself. Like, what? Anyway.
1: Sorry. The, like, paper, paper, thin thing, because I had that same thought, too, but I think the very paper, thin reasoning that they're giving is, like, oh, the religious people probably would view her being a lesbian as, like, a mental illness and believe that she needs to be there. Like, I think that's the idea, is that the religious people who work there, not just, like, the staff, are like, oh, yeah, no, she she likes ladies, so she needs to be here I'm assuming that's what their, even, like, okay. moral is for it. Sure.
2: I'd still, though, kind of lean on them, like, well, why is Lana even part of it then? Like, if you want to destroy a buyer cliff, if you feel like this is bad, you're, like, Mother Superior, right? Like, you're, you've are yeah. you got some cachet here, even if with that, like, uh, Monsignor guy, especially now that he's, like, sort of out of commission, you know, or
0: whatever. I don't know. It's, like,
2: it's just not... And Jude told yeah. you
1: all about the, like, the Arden stuff. Like, yeah. she knows all about yeah. the Arden stuff. Like, she has other stuff.
0: <laughs> so... So there's the Arden stuff. And then there's also the, and I know the show forgot this, but I fucking did not. Mm-hmm. Um, so we know we've talked about extensively how Briarcliff, for whatever reason, despite not being a prison, became the home to many serial killers. Yes. Yeah. And this is what they're known for, to the point that Jude said when they go for fundraising and stuff, they want to take photos with the serial killers to remind the people down there what we're protecting them from up here. Right. Like, it's known that this is the place they store serial cut for, for some fucking reason, this universe <laughs> has accepted that this is the correct course of action. Right. Um. They did just release one. That is confirmed. Lee is just out. (laughs) That's like known because cops have been involved. So like that's not something they can just cover up. Like he's out there. So I think the Monsignor has no cultural cachet whatsoever. I think the man who was just crucified by a serial killer he let out is probably not <laughs> in the best place yeah. to, like, have a fight, you know? That's
3: gonna,
2: that's gonna, like, be tough to, like, in the Pope Olympics or show, whatever they have. I, you know? Yeah,
0: right? Like, oh, the disgraced Monsignor, oh, he ran this place so bad, he let the Sanem serial killer go for you. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's kind of bad.
3: Yeah,
1: also, <laughs> he let like so many people get abducted by aliens like so many of them and also and like people just died yeah. all the time like Shelly's is just dead and <laughs> and he killed her out of all the people he's the one who killed her Um, and Arden was like making monsters and he knows yeah he's not like in good running for the The pope in New York, or whatever it was that he wanted to be, <laughs>
0: the best. Of- also, why did he think art? Why would he think art in making an immortality serum would make him like more likely to be pope? Wouldn't that be like the thing the Catholics would hate more than anything else? <laughs> Is like immortality? They'd be like, well, that's our whole business model gone. <laughs> if everyone lives forever, then wh- what are we doing here? <laughs>
3: well,
0: the- yeah. yeah.
2: It's like, or you got a miracle that you don't even know about with your friend Pepper now suddenly being cured. And they're going to be like, hey, why didn't you tell us about this? Like, oh, you didn't even know, did you? You're too busy
1: getting crucified. And whatever. Also, Pepper went missing for like two weeks. You had a demon
2: running the place, by the way, too. (laughs) Pepper went
1: missing like a long time before Grace got abducted. Just so we're clear, Pepper was up there for like a while before Grace was ever even inseminated by Kit. Like, Pepper has been with the, the... The aliens took Pepper, like, by choice for some reason when she... On the night of the storm. Um, anyway. Uh, Threadson has pivoted his story or his, like, bargaining with Kit and is like, hey, if you get me that tape, I will get you and Grace out of here and get your baby back. Um, and Grace... Or uh, Kit says exactly what um, we're all thinking, which is how... Um... How you gonna how you gonna do that? Um, remember everyone thinks I'm a serial killer. And also, mm-hmm. if you play that tape, it's um or get rid of it, they're gonna still think I'm a serial killer. And thredson's like, no, <laughs>
3: we're
1: gonna frame Arden for being the serial killer. And I'm like, you can't just frame people. Mm-hmm. Um that sounds great in theory. And he's like, because they already suspected him of it. I'm like, that's great. You have to plant so much evidence and in your own words you've already disposed of all of it so how you you cannot con- convince a jury that a guy who um put himself in a furnace uh with literally nothing to tie him to any of the victims you can't just be like that guy's vibes were bad he was the <laughs> he was bloody face um that's not how it works um even if you were like oh yeah we found all these corpses of all these monsters he made in the woods and shetley or whatever um those aren't what Proofy bloody did face it. did yeah also did that. Did it. yeah,
0: yeah mm-hmm. like there's a lot of things that become very hard to prove when someone has died this is an issue historians deal with regularly <laughs> it becomes immensely harder when you are not In the present, you are trying to investigate, which, yeah, this, oh, boy, this, yeah, yeah, you can't just, you can't just say, like, he did it. You know what? 100%. And even,
2: like, still, the the cover story is, no, it wasn't the guy you arrested as the serial killer. It was a doctor at the place you happened to bring that guy. You know what I mean? By oh, like yeah.
0: coincidence. And, and, and I totally, the thing, sorry, the mm-hmm. thing I had just spaced in the middle of that last sentence. Um, so they've already played Kit's confession, right? Like mm-hmm. to the police and to the courts and stuff. That's mm-hmm. the whole, that's already been submitted as evidence. So not only is it hard to prove somebody is the is actually the killer after they're gone. Um, I think it's even worse when you have to get over a wall of a taped confession, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: I think I think the takeaway they want us to take away is that Threadson's a little shitter and is just lying. Um, but luckily for Threadson, Kit is the dumbest man in the universe and believes that this is something he well, we can do.
2: actually, I I kind of took it because this is at the same time Lana's coming down the stairs, right? Because I kind of thought he was oh, doing like is. a,
0: oh, oh yeah. yeah,
2: that sounds like a good he idea. Yeah, let's walk over this way and talk about it because like kind of redirects him away so she can walk behind do you him. like? Yeah, sorry.
0: He comedically like stage play grab and turns yeah. him like it was the fucking Clue movie. Yeah. It's very fun. <laughs> like at one point they're like talking on the stairs and kid is clearly heading up the stairs and then so that Arden has to look farther or uh, not Arden Thredson has to look farther away from the stairs. He like gets off the stairs and stands next to the rail on the side and is like, "Hey, look, keep looking at me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Eyes on me, buddy. Eyes yeah. on me. Don't look up the stairs. Look at don't me. Look, look at there. me.
0: Don't 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 you dare turn around. I'll shit. <laughs> if you turn around, I'll eat." <laughs> That baby.
1: And he's like, no, don't do that. <laughs> um, the reason why we point that out is because this is the most fucking annoyingly edited scene in the world. It's a split screenshot oh, where yeah. Thredson and Kit are talking at the base of the stairs, and Lana, who's getting released from Briarcliff, is coming down the top of the stairs, and they got. Oh, my God. I I didn't put it in the notes of the last episode. This was in the last episode, and I had a thought. I'm like, is this the fucking song from Candyman? And turns out it fucking is. They got the rights to the song from Candyman. And if you know anything about Candyman, you know what song I'm talking about. It's the song from Candyman. It's it's the same with, like, Saw. Like, when you hear Hello, Zep, you're like, oh, that's the Saw song. Yeah. (laughs) Is is Candyman
0: the one that also is, like... A lot about like racial stuff yes. mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, correct. Okay. Word. Sorry. That just that's like the only thing I know about that movie, and it just feels weird that my only cultural touchstone is completely irrelevant to them using it in this scene.
2: Yeah. You know, you know um, I-, I said it. I said it in the Discord too. But it's like. You know, I won't begrudge them for licensing another song or whatever, except it is just really fitting how this American Horror Story is all about borrowing and stealing from other things, you know, but other horror movies.
0: Like, yeah, and it'd be it'd be something if they like licensed either the creation of a new song or an older song that's somehow relevant to the scene, mm-hmm. even though they've tried that and they've shown they are just. No good <laughs> at it with the traveling nuns being currently their best swing at it because it's a, it's nuns and they're in a they're in a nunnery. <laughs> that's <laughs> like it. That's the that's the closest they've gotten. It's, and season season uh. three
2: will have a racial component to it, which future Slow Beef says woof here. But anyway, um, <laughs> so like it's yeah, it's a little early. It's I just mean, they... I
1: guess I guess you could argue there's like a little bit of it in this season. In like of the pit pr- Alma. in but... the premiere. Like, and then it's, like, it's just never
2: mentioned again, but whatever, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Um, It's, like, yeah, anyways, yeah
1: but yeah I could it's always
0: cool when they introduce racism to a story and then 10 seconds later they're like eh not important actually we're just gonna (laughs) ignore that issue
1: yeah we'll have different characters be racist to a different race later but it will also be not important um we just want to have characters (laughs) do it um yeah I could write a thesis on Candyman and it's cultural significance and why it's such an important movie Mm -hmm. anyway um they got the Candyman song and much like Twisted Nerve they're gonna use the fucking Candyman song Um, whenever they can. And I do mean... Whenever they can If you loved hearing Twisted Nerve 55 times in one episode Boy howdy Do I have great news We're gonna hear The Candyman song (laughs) As much as possible
2: Do I have great news For the series (laughs) Yeah
3: Yeah. Yes. They they
1: license a song And gosh darn it Are they gonna get Their money's worth Mm -hmm. From that song God forbid They ever get Hello Zep from Saw Because that shit's Gonna be in every episode Of whatever season It would be so funny
0: Liz It would be so funny If Hello Zep Just started randomly (laughs) playing playing in the middle of American Horror Story. The Darth like,
1: Vader theme?
0: Oh, uh, that, that'd be like the one reason we could never group watch this in a Discord is I would immediately slam Hello Zep in a soundboard and just start playing it at random intros of
3: scenes.
1: You know hmm. they want it to. There are so many scenes in this show, just in general, where I'm like, they want to play Hello Zep here so goddamn bad. They want this to be a Hello Detective moment or a game over moment and it just isn't because it's fucking American Horror Story. Uh, But yeah, this scene, to add to the convolution, uh, the Candyman song is playing while this split-screen shot is happening. It doesn't need to be a split-screen shot. We don't even need this shot in general. Um, And also, a Dead by Daylight terror radius is also playing on loop over this scene. It is... Just a miserable sensory experience of two very different things happening on a split screen that don't need to be split screened or have really anything to do with each other except for they're happening in the same room. Um, with the Candyman song playing on loop and also a heartbeat like Foley um, on loop. And I'm not sure whose heartbeat that's supposed to be because Lana's not like sneaking out of the establishment. And Threadson's, like, jingling some keys in front of Kit. Like, I don't know whose heartbeat this is supposed to be. Ours, maybe? I don't know. Um, it's annoying. Anyway, um, Lana leaves, and Threadson <laughs> runs after her, and she gets in a cab. And as he comes out, the Candyman song starts playing again. We get, like, a brief 30-second reprieve, and then it starts again. And she puts the tape up to the the cab window and then flips him off and drives off.
2: It's funny. Um, it is. It's not it's- supposed to be, but it's hilarious, like in the bad way because it's just like it is, that's so stupid yeah.
1: <laughs> it is so funny it is very funny it's it's funny in you know I, I have to think they were trying to be funny there because it is so funny
0: yeah just uh, like the <sighs> only way it could have been funnier is if between putting the tape on the glass and putting the middle finger on the glass she just like smashed her face up on the glass <laughs> a little bit to make it like extra or, teenager like, stuck <laughs> her
1: tongue out like yeah give him a little yeah mm, like <laughs> you
0: turn around give him a quick moon on the way out you're like <laughs> yeah. Cabby, wait hold on i need to pull my pants down
1: Real quick, check this out. Full moon, baby, and then it segues. I okay, this has to be the last scene we talk about because I have so many thoughts. Mm -hmm. I have so many thoughts. Uh The title I have for this scene is just a bunch of question marks, and then in all caps, Lana Uh with more question marks. Um, so we immediately, and I do mean immediately, it is a hard smash cut from Thredson seeing her drive off to this scene. Thredson barging in the front door of his house obviously in distress
0: it's funny you say runs home because i imagine he literally ran home on foot because that's the only way i can explain the obscene time gap that must have happened
1: Because here's like what we are trying to convey is he enters the house with some urgency, the urgency of a man who knows he has got to do something right now or else he's about to be fucking found out. Like he just saw his ticket to freedom drive away and he has got to get that shit taken care of. And
0: and remember, he saw Lana pull out in the taxi cab leaving. So like he would have left. 30 seconds after her like i imagine he just immediately sprinted to his car and headed out Mm -hmm. well that doesn't matter because lana had time to get to doing some things
1: yeah Yeah. as he as he is entering the home as he has opened the door and has not even turned on the lights yet lana's like hey welcome home idiot and he's like ah shit um oh well that's good at least i don't have to come find you he's surprised i would be surprised we don't even know how long I got in the fucking house. Um, there's no sign of forced entry or anything. Also, this is a fucking serial killer's house. You'd think that he would have... I don't know. He has a whole ass basement dungeon and a trapdoor room. You'd think he have... Uh, security yeah. cameras maybe I don't know I had know. more
0: security uh-huh. yeah I had more security when I was like hiding weed in my like, dorm room <laughs> like, <laughs> it's ridiculous <laughs> this guy's got nothing he's just like yeah I had to walk on in but don't, don't trip in the murder basement is all I have to <laughs> worry slip trip and yeah, fall
1: <laughs> I don't lock the front door I don't, I don't find it necessary it's fine <laughs> 60s whatever no big deal um, yeah no Lana's just in his house somehow um, they don't worry they don't ever explain how she got in there or why um she's in his house yeah why Uh, (laughs) full full glam hair and makeup full glam hair and makeup i'm talking like you sat in hair and makeup for like an hour minimum for each of those i was gonna
0: say yeah like a a team for 30 minutes is the fastest i could see this being put if it was a team that was this if it was Lana's news team that is the same people who did her hair and makeup to be on the news every day for the last like seven years or something, sure, thirty minutes. Still, thirty thirty minutes. Like is the that's the minimum. That's me being like if they were like NASCAR pit crew in her mm-hmm. in and out.
1: <laughs> Also. And she's like dressed in a really nice dress too. And she has a gun on him, by the way. In case and you're wondering, and she has a
0: gun. Uh,
1: yeah, where did yeah. she get the gun, gun <laughs> from?
0: Somewhere.
1: Yeah. Yeah, she's got a gun. And don't it's not, worry. about it. It's not it.
0: Thredson's gun in the house. It wasn't like a case no. of she saw his gun, was aware of the location of it, and went and got it from when she was there. Because don't worry,
1: that gun's still here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it will be relevant in just a few minutes, actually. Um, yeah. Uh, no, she's like fully glammed up and. So I thought rewatching this, I'm like, did I forget a scene where this is like a sting operation and she's actually like no. shooting yeah. a pilot for her, her like book or whatever? Um, no, she just went and got full glam to own Threadson. And I don't know. I'm I'm one of those people who like, I don't like leaving the house without makeup because <laughs> I feel like I feel kind of like gross. Like I want to look nice when I leave. Um, If I was going to go own a serial killer, I don't think I'd take an extra like hour this, or so yeah to go get dressed up to go own him like why the, so that he has to see me hot uh, before i fuck him up i don't know
2: the, the timing on this sequence of events too is like so out of field that even if it like even if you discounted it even if she was misheveled or you say it's a production thing. It doesn't work. You know what I mean? Like an extra hour here doesn't make anything work. It's so bad.
0: Even if you're willing to say she got like dressed and makeup and everything in the back of the cab somehow and the cab driver didn't. Don't worry. She also had time to go to the police station, turn in the (laughs) tapes and review all the material in them and make sure they understood. Here's what these tapes are. Here's what they prove. Listen to this part, this part and this part. Great. Okay. Let's sit down and listen to it together. Great. This is going to take at least two hours. (laughs) Awesome. So, oh, like- <laughs> also I'm headed
1: to his house now I'll see you yeah. all there in a little while yeah. It's fine It's like yeah, oh I'll take a bit you uh, go
0: ahead
2: The
1: cops <laughs> <laughs> Yeah like why
0: Why would the cops be like Oh okay yeah we'll catch up without you Like what,
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> go ahead. what they You do? go on ahead go get your hair oh, done you're gonna- We'll catch up y- with you y-
0: You're gonna go harass the serial killer Who uh, took advantage of you and did all sorts of horrible things What do you have that gun for Oh nothing okay that's fine Well we'll see you Just in a bit luck. good luck yep.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Have fun honey Um, But, yeah, like, she gets full glammed, and then, like, and I can't overstate. Like, I'm saying full glammed. Like, there's a difference, especially makeup wearers will know. There's a difference between I threw on some makeup because I wanted to look presentable, and I had a team do my hair and makeup because there's a special event going on, like a wedding or a TV show being shot. It's the second. She's the second. It is not just, like, yeah. I put my makeup on right. it's um no, I it had a like team sculpted hair
0: yeah sculpted hair is the way I would describe it like someone took time to make angles specific for this haircut like,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah and she has like fancy earrings on that match the fit like she is dripped out for no reason other than to fuck with Redson um who I guess like like Ty said um walked home because otherwise how (laughs) Um, how did she do any of these where did she get the gun why did she get dressed up what's going on doesn't matter how did she get in his house why did she go to his house Um, How did she turn in
0: the tapes to the police And talk through them Something that would take Again A minimum of two hours If they even were willing to like Let you go I have a feeling they might be like Hey You stay here for a little bit You seem pretty shaken up by this whole thing We're gonna go like Look into this Like I can't imagine they'd be like Oh yeah just go to You sure you're good? All right, see ya See Yeah. I mean like Get That (laughs) Uh,
2: this is a real life story which i won't tell the whole thing i'll just say the one part of it i knew i knew somebody who got carjacked right and uh they went to the police and the police were like hey can you stay here till tuesday to testify against this person and that they were like well i have a business trip and the cops were like to the carjacking victim like well we could detain you until tuesday also you know what i mean like you are like if they have questions for you to catch someone they're not going to let you leave like it's not an option like they will even go that far so it's like yeah she's not just going somewhere while they're like
0: which if it was a serial yeah. killer who was like the top of the police's list because he's actively making them fucking look bad yeah because yeah, there's there there are very few motiva- like motivators that work for police but wounding their pride number mm. one <laughs> absolutely number one they would not
3: rest <laughs>
1: Also, like, I I presume at that point she also revealed at least a little bit of information about what's been going on at Briarcliff as to, like, how that relates to Thredson getting access to her. (laughs) Um, Yeah, you'd think they would have, like, I don't know, like a few questions for her, like one or two maybe. Um, Also, her um, telling the police to go to his house and then beating the police there is going to add to something that's going to be at the end of this scene that I will make a very strong point about. Um, anyway, in upon finding out that, oh, by the way, the Candyman song's fucking playing again, mm-hmm. in case you were curious, the Candyman song has started playing again. Um, there was another brief reprieve from it, it is playing again. Um, just assume that the Candyman song is playing for the rest of the 40-minute runtime of this episode. <laughs> um, because believe it or not, we're only about 20 minutes into this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and it's like, oh, thank God. Now I don't have to be a serial killer anymore. It's actually good that you're turning me in. I thought this would suck. This is good, actually. Uh, hey, I'm gonna have a drink. Uh, do you want one? And she's like, no, don't make a drink. And he's like, uh, you're about to put me in jail forever. I'm gonna have a drink. And I'm like, man, for the guy who is like, um, super obsessed and crazy about babies and like baby needs colostrum and like very obsessed with taking care of babies, weird for you to offer... Uh, the woman who's pregnant with your child alcohol, Um, given that you're a doctor. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think in the 60s, we knew there was some correlation there. Anyway... Uh, he's like, that's so cool that I don't have to be um a serial killer anymore. And then she, oh god, she fucking roasts him for having a mommy complex. Like she just starts roasting him about it and saying that first he's a freak. first
0: act of like poor quality sex work here. Up to this point, she's been just a delight. She's been a tra- She's been trying so no, hard. She's been trying even, to like work in isn't dirty, even sexy talk.
1: Yet. Where this happens twice oh. in 30 seconds because Lana does it, and then she does it. I think her name's Ambrosia oh, Pando- Pandora. Yeah, sorry,
0: it's like, yeah, Pandora. God, it's like twice in, like, 30 <laughs> yes, seconds. Fuck, you're right. It is
1: literally I was wondering, I was like, I was like how, is, how can it not be the
0: time? I swear it was right now. Oh, okay, <laughs> <It> is, word.
1: <laughs> you are correct. They do a fucking smash cut from Lana roasting Threadson about having a weird mommy kink to now immediately in the middle of that, cutting back to Johnny sucking on a titty and ha- like his mouth is full of breast milk. It's really gross. They did a really bad job with a shot. It's a really gross. Um, and he's like, mm, yum, yum, yum breast milk. And then the, the prostitute Pandora, um, this is, this is where it's like, yeah, I don't think you're supposed to do this. Um, just starts roasting him <laughs> about his mommy kink. Uh, and how he's a freak for having mommy issues and he's like she's like, yeah, you must have some real fucked up mommy issues. I'm like, uh I know there's people who are into being degraded and they like like that. Um, that feels like one of the ask. things you
0: really got to know up front, though. Yeah, yeah you got a hard check. Because I'll be honest, like if I was in, in any form of intimacy and someone did that to me, I'd be like, hey, come on, what? <laughs> that's
3: like the last hey, thing you <laughs> want.
1: It's like, even whether it's a romantic partner or especially someone you're paying for sex, like, yeah. you don't want them to, like, make you feel bad about the thing you asked for. Like, that's, like, it's why the I worst. Had
0: to, I've had to yell at guests for being like, wow, why would you donate that much to a streamer? And I'm like, shut the fuck up, I'm streaming that's my job you dipshits.
3: yeah
1: Yeah, I I don't understand why she starts like and first of all like this is again they don't know anything about sex workers because any sex worker will tell you um yeah you don't do anything that would potentially provoke a client especially if you're alone in their like house like why would you antagonize someone who could hurt you like that Like you wouldn't do that Like that's not part of the job Unless they ask for it You wouldn't just like antagonize them About the thing they asked for Anyway um, in case you're curious Johnny doesn't like that But um, we won't find that out Until like 20-30 seconds from now Because <laughs> they cut immediately back to Lana um, who is asking where Wendy's body is because she wants to bury her, and she gives a speech about how everybody in town knew that they were lesbians. Which, uh, hey, I have like 50 questions about that. Pretty much the biggest one being, What do you mean, Lana? <laughs> um, that was the whole reason Wendy sent you to Briarcliff, is so that Jude wouldn't out her as a lesbian. Um, <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Uh, anyway, um, in another ill-advised thing to say to someone who could hurt you, um, Thredson's like, yeah, I violated her corpse so that I could know I could have sex with you, which, mm-hmm. um, not a great thing to tell the person who's holding a gun to your head. Uh, not, like, great self-preservation. Um, and then it cuts immediately back to Johnny, who is, uh, upset about being told that his mommy kink is weird. Um... Do we he's he, he chokes her and then that scene's over again.
2: Do we get the um, completely unnecessary scene by the way where we kind of see like Thredson by the way try to like have sex with the body? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. It doesn't add anything. It's like not scary. It's just like, ew, like why are we doing this? Anyway, sorry. All that needs to be said about it. Go ahead. Sorry.
1: I okay, so I have like a, a dumb theory about that scene mm-hmm. is I think they wanted to float they floated the idea. Of Thredson being into necrophilia okay. when we got his weird backstory several episodes mm-hmm. ago. And he's like, I was in medical school and I used to fondle the cadavers yeah. or whatever. Um, and then they were like, oh, Well, Thredson's not scary anymore because he's not going to hurt Lana because he, he's just
2: gross. <laughs> he, yeah, he's just
1: weird and gross. So let's just make him have another bad trait. Let's just go ahead and full send the necrophilia. Uh, from several episodes ago, <laughs> we 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 cannot have an antagonist that we don't add additional baggage to. So let's go ahead and add that at the last second, and I do mean the last second because. Um, <laughs> now that the scene with Johnny's over, we're back to Thredson, who's sipping on his martini, and he's like, oh, yeah, by the way, um, you say you're gonna have me put in the electric chair? Um, no, I'm crazy. I'm, like, super crazy. They're gonna put me in Briarcliff. Um, and I'm like, you know what? He's actually probably right. Um, <laughs> that is what they seem to do, is, um, when someone <laughs> Everybody. is a serial killer, they just go to Briarcliff.
2: <laughs> Everybody um, in this universe goes to Briarcliff, honestly. <laughs> it's just, why not? Yeah. yeah. Just put him in Briarcliff. <laughs> like, we don't know.
1: he- He's probably correct, actually. Yeah. Um, and then as this conversation is happening, police sirens pull up. And by that, I mean they play the so- stock sound of a police siren playing on loop. Um, with no, They didn't bother, like, fading it in or making it sound like it's arriving. They just play it full blast, and then they leave it on repeat. Well, the Candyman song is playing. Um, and so there's lights outside. And goddamn, do these cops take a hot second to get in the house. <laughs> Um and he she like I guess realizes like oh no they're gonna put him in Briarcliff I'm gonna shoot him um because he like reaches for a gun and he's like you're gonna be my last victim or whatever <laughs> good thing and to tell like, someone is...
2: with the gun on you
1: yeah yeah great thing to tell someone with a gun on you I guess that was his karma for her telling him about the knife during knife time or whatever <laughs> um and
2: Forgot he reaches for the gun time. yeah sorry go ahead. <laughs>
1: And she shoots him in the head. We get a really bad blood splatter. Um, and then the police are outside. Um, I This is probably where we're cutting off our episode, but I would like to um, kind of resonate with this scene. Um, the next scene, we will see that Lana faced no repercussions for this. Uh, it's going to be real hard. Obviously, it's not because she does it. But, like, if this was um, realistic in any way, it's going to be really hard to convince um, police officers that just arrived. After you told them what was going on and gave them your evidence... Uh, and explained you just escaped Briarcliff and escaped this man's clutches, it's going to be a little difficult to um, claim self-defense when you had time to go home, get a gun, get dressed up, do your hair and makeup, break into his house, give him a speech, and then shoot him in the head. It's going to be, like, real hard to claim that self-defense. You might be able to, like, argue, like, oh, it was a crime of passion because obviously revenge like he assaulted me he killed my wife um Mm -hmm. whatever like you definitely would still get charged but like it probably wouldn't be like a just a premeditated like Mm -hmm. whatever that's called murder yeah first degree um first degree that was what i was looking for um granted it would look a little bad that you took the time to get dressed and then break into his house but you probably wouldn't get charged with like real real murder you'd go to jail you wouldn't like get life or anything probably um but they will go on to say that it was self-defense um (laughs) (laughs) and um that's just not how uh that's not how that works um even if like say someone broke into your house um you're hard-pressed to prove self-defense if you shoot them in the back turns out Mm -hmm. um they're pretty they're pretty uh pretty strict on when you're allowed to kill someone uh and this would not this would not be one of the times that they would be like yeah it was cool that you killed that guy um he deserved it uh (laughs) there's no judicial system or anything that handles this you're right you should have been uh the judge jury and executioner here (laughs) good job this is self-defense good job lana yeah um and so Thredson's dead now um ta-da and now we're um 25 minutes through the episode (laughs) yeah uh and lana um quote unquote killed threadson in self-defense
0: of course
2: yeah tracks sure the aristocrats and everybody's just cool with it
0: everybody just like accepts that that happened um no one feels the need to work look into it uh yeah just assume it all worked out the whole time um with no problems there's i mean there's no reason for you to think this but uh it just did
1: yeah the show wants you to be like that's that's fine right it's fine that because it's satisfying that lana got to kill her uh her attacker um you don't need more information as to how she got away with it and um why no one thinks that it was fucked up or that legally she would be held um you know responsible for killing him given that she went to his house and um definitely premeditated this plan (laughs) um No, they just want you to be like, yeah, that's fine. That's normal. That's something that would happen. That's that's cool. It's cool. Don't worry about it. We're going to drop, before this is over, we're going to drop, like, uh, about seven more of those. Where we're just going to, like, kind of expect you to be fine. We've already given you a few with Grace having a baby and everyone just being okay with it. Um, Just... You'll be cool with this, right?
2: To to whet your appetite or maybe the exact opposite. At this point already, you might be thinking like, how could they have two more episodes left in the season? Like, it seems like they're kind of wrapping a big plot thing up. They're not even, no, no, You wait till the end of this episode, you know, where there's like, <laughs> how could they possibly do more content? And, you know, they will. And we have to watch it, unfortunately. Sorry, everybody who's us. Yeah, they <laughs> yeah. will,
1: parentheses, derogatory. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Also um, get ready to see the effects of Lana's work like instantly like a really shockingly instant like Lana does this and y- you're you might think between this episode and next episode that there was like something else that happened in between or that like it was the the next episode of the show but no these these happen back to back like you're watching the show and what happens here and then what happens in the next episode of the podcast back to back and it's it's wild yeah, it's, it's so really wild this no sense of time um time works different yeah (laughs) yes time works differently here that's right and um yeah thanks for listening everyone uh hope to see you back for part two of this episode where oh my god we have some real issues with uh, paperwork yeah
3: (laughs) (sighs) (sighs) bye